It's time for another episode of The Drop Podcast, recorded live at the spacious lineupmedia.fm studios in Edwardsville, Illinois. The Drop is an unbiased, in-depth hockey podcast dedicated to the St. Louis Blues and all the hot topics within the NHL. So tell the ref, you don't mind the game misconduct penalty. You are headed to the locker room anyway to listen to The Drop. Here's your host, Lance DeScott. Welcome back for another game recap on the Drop Podcast. In this episode, we're going to be recapping the Blues versus the Jets, the game that was played on the 19th. Now, everybody knows, unless you live in a, I don't know, if you live in the woods and the ground underneath 10 feet of dirt, that the Blues have not been playing well lately, including their goaltending and their defense. They uh, lost to the Senators uh, 6-4. to and uh, then they come back in the game after uh, that with a real stinker, 7-3 to three loss to the Capitals. You know, the Blues didn't play bad in parts of that game, but the Capitals are just a much better team. And defensively, so many lapses in that game. You know, Jake Allen was the starter. Carter Hutton came back in. Jake Allen came back in. Then Carter Hutton came back and relieved Jake Allen. Uh, you know, and Allen's just not been playing well. He's letting some soft goals go in that he should not be letting going in. Carter Hutton's not played much better as his backup. Uh, you know, it's just, uh, I don't think right now either one of them mentally are a number one goalie, and we don't expect Carter Hutton to be, but we do expect Jake Allen to be. Jake would not go on this uh, road trip in this game against the Winnipeg Jets. The Blues would give him some time off, and maybe it'll get his head straight. Uh, as I've stated before, uh, being a former goaltender, uh, a lot of it has to do with your head and positioning. And right now, I don't think his head is straight. He's not been getting the right positions. Uh, he's not been facing the puck properly. He's been deep in the net when he needs to come out. He's coming out too far when he needs to be a little bit deeper in the net. So hopefully this rest will give him a little perspective and he will come back and uh, start a game on Tuesday against Pittsburgh, which is going to be a huge test for him. Uh, Crosby, Malkin, and uh, all the other uh, Penguins, they're a good team, and they're a big team, and they're fast. But uh, with that being said, the Blues are still supporting Jake Allen. And let's go ahead and hear from uh, Alex Steen, Hitchcock, and, of course, uh, General Manager Doug Armstrong as to Jake Allen's situation and uh, actually why he was uh, told to stay home for this uh, Winnipeg game. It doesn't matter who it is. It's You want to do your utmost to pick him up and help him out and uh you know, we'll certainly be doing that. Snakey's got our support. I've said it, uh, I don't know, UJR heard me say it so many times. He's, I think, one of the top goaltenders in the league. He's, um, we've kind of given up scoring chances that uh, that have isolated him a little bit, and that's on us. And um, right now it's about building our game back to get him back into a comfortable position in the net again. Um Individual stuff like that really isn't that individual. It's more of a of a group attitude and what we need to do to uh, to get him back to where he was. He's like your baby. He's like the guy that's growing up. Uh, you know, he's been here since. You know, I was watching him play in Peoria, so it's hard on him. It's emotional for us. It's what it is. You know, it's a it's tough watching and. Tough on him, but it's fixable. And we're going to get a good goalie at the end. I just can't tell you the time frame right now. So we're going to get a really good goalie coming out of this. And 
just get them unlocked and away we go. You have to remember that as a player, no matter what stage of your career you're in. Uh, you know, if you're Vladdy or if you're Dimitri Yaskin, it doesn't matter. Um, if you don't perform the way that you're asked to, uh, they're going to look to make changes. And, and sometimes that pressure is good. It's, it's good to have that, uh, that in your head that, you know, there's someone knocking on the door. We have faith in them. I've, I've talked to them about our faith in them. Uh, but the reality is, and, and, and we all understand that, it's professional sports and, and you're, you're, you're judged on what happens uh, every night. And I, I think a reset's going to be very good for him right now. I know the players haven't lost uh, faith or trust in him. Uh, and we haven't, but to continue down the path without some type of conclusion to what we're going through didn't seem appropriate. And it's a it's an easy trip where we leave on Friday at noon and we're back uh, Saturday at eight o'clock. And so it's not like he's missing a lot. He's and if he wasn't going to play that game, I, I didn't feel there was any sentence to. Uh, to, to take him with us, and again, it gives him a little bit of time to reflect and get ready to go. you got to battle through times like this. It's not uh, it's not going to come easy, and it's not going to... Uh, there's no shortcuts to it, like I said. Um, and collectively, you got to get back on the on the same page and on the right page. Saying that, it's it's been, you know, up and down throughout the course of the season. This has been two games now where uh, we haven't liked our, uh, our game that much, and... We'll get back out of this, and when we do, we need to remember how how hard you have to work to win in this league, and not forget it, not think that the next one's going to be a little bit easier or anything like that. It's it's the opposite. Once you uh, have some success like we've had, teams obviously ramp themselves up when they come into St. Louis and know it's going to be a difficult game, and we're not getting any any easy matchups. That is right on the dot. The Blues are not getting any easy matchups. Um, it's that time of the year getting close to February where these teams know it's 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 grind time. You know, there's only a few points separating the last wild card spot with the 12th to 13th team in each league. And you know, two three games this way, two three games that way is going to make a huge difference going into the uh playoff standings or even making the playoffs. So the Blues need to really make a good stance here against Winnipeg and be able to get on the board first. Uh, Copley uh, would be able to come in and really looked good. I mean, really played good for a guy uh, who comes in under these circumstances. Uh, you know, the Blues got his back. They're going to try to play their best, just as they were for any of their goaltenders. And uh, the first two periods were great for the Blues. He, he kept them in the game, in fact. It could have been a lot worse than it was. The Blues wanted to get on the board first. That is the key with them. We all know that. But they weren't able to. And Winnipeg was able to just um, a few minutes into the game, about seven and a half minutes in. And the Blues uh, ended up uh, going behind one to nothing. Play on that initial one for the Jets. The cross ice feed by Perot blocked. Shifley controls for Bufflin. Tees it up. Score! Brian Little on the redirect. Power play has looked good all game. Finally, right as the one penalty ends. The Jets set up the play. Good movement up top. As Pro's going to try and get this. It's blocked by Petrangelo. Right back to him around the top. And Bufflin, the shot. And Brian Little gets a stick on it. 
As he deflects it past Copley, and the Winnipeg Jets grab the 1 0 lead. That would be Brian Little's ninth goal of the year. It would also uh, be assisted by Bufflin, his 22nd, and Shaffley's 24th assist. Shaffley's really been playing this well this year uh, for the Jets, and that was seven minutes and 47 seconds into the first period. But the Blues kept putting pressure on Pavlik, and it would pay off just a little over 13 minutes into the first period. Shattenkirk would just put a great goal past him. Now for Tarasenko. Blues' first power play of the day. Back to Tarasenko. Works in right in front. A pass across. They score! Shattenkirk into the top corner. What a play. Great passing, and it's 1-1. to That was sick. I didn't know what Stastny was going to do once he got that puck. Wasn't convinced he saw Shattenkirk, but Stastny is one of the really terrific passers. And this is tic-tac-toe right here. Down low, right on the tape. Two Winnipeg Jets are looking at the puck on the stick of Stastny. And you can see on the left side of your screen, oh boy, did he thread that needle beautifully right there. Right on the tape as Shattenkirk slides down from his point position. Great goal by Shattenkirk. Uh, you know, now you see why people want this guy and they want to trade for him, which we all know the trade deadline's coming up and what are the Blues going to do? He's an offensive-minded defenseman who's still pretty good on the defensive end too, but he moves that puck around, gets it out of the zone quickly, and gets a goal here uh, You know, from some great uh, passes from uh, Tarasenko and Stasny. That would be Shattenkirk's 10th goal of the year, Stasny's uh, 16th assist, and Tarasenko's 26th. It would be a power play goal, 13 minutes and 18 seconds into the first period. We're tied at one. The Blues are playing pretty good at this point. They would continue to play well in the first period. They had a couple opportunities in the last six and a half minutes of that first period to get back past um, Pavlik, but they just couldn't. It was just like he was a, a stone and um, just played probably one of his best games I've seen him play, you know, since he's been in the NHL. I believe he's played somewhere around 350 to 360 games in the NHL, but he's he played very well against the Blues. The Blues uh, went into the locker room tied one-to-one. Could have been much worse for either team if their goalies hadn't stood up. The Blues could honestly be up three-to-one, and Winnipeg could be up three-to-one. Both these goalies just standing on their heads, making some great saves. The Blues would go into the second period, hoping to get that lead, get that quick lead, come out and get that goal early, like they've been giving up a lot of early goals. But they did it again. They gave up an early goal, and Blake Wheeler got his 15th goal for the Jets. Just a minute and 27 seconds in to make it two to one. And now Shattenkirk, but he turns it over to Brian Little. In for Matthew Perot for Bufflin down to Wheeler, scores! Oh, how pretty is that? So nice passing on this goal. And Blake Wheeler knows he gets a nice gift. Some hard work. It started with a turnover just inside the Jets, or the blue zone. Shattenkirk fans on a puck. And it was Brian Little able to get the pursuit. He's going to get the turnover. And how about the effort by Matthew Perot? Little spin on his back over to Bufflin, over to Wheeler, tic-tac-toe. That goal all started when uh, Kevin Shattenkirk was not able to get the puck and control it and fanned on the puck to move it out. And uh, the... Jets made him pay for it. It was uh, Blake Wheeler's 15th goal, Bufflin's 23rd assist, Perot's 11th assist, and that was just a minute and 27 seconds into the second period, and the Jets are up 2-1. to one. You know, with about 18 and a half minutes left, the Blues had plenty of time to come back. In fact, they were just awesome on the offensive side. Uh, 
they put 25 shots on Pavlik, guys. 25 shots in one period. Heck, there's games the Blues don't get 25 shots in a whole game. But he stood tall. I mean, he stood really tall. And and, and not to be outdone, uh, Copley stood tall too and didn't allow any more goals after that one. So we're all thinking going into the third period, this is going to be a big goalie battle. The Blues put the pressure on. They're going to continue to put the pressure on and hopefully get that goal really quick into that um, third period and tie it at two. But that wouldn't happen. Brian Little would get his second goal of the game in his 10th of the year, just two minutes and 10 seconds in on the power play to give Winnipeg a 3-1 lead. Too far from Dustin Bufflin. Back in for Wheeler. Lowry heads to the front of the net. Cross ice. Score! What a feed by Blake Wheeler and Brian Little. That's his second power play goal of the game. And the Jets have a two-goal lead. A great job moving the puck here today. And Blake Wheeler, you said, Dennis, fantastic cross-seam pass to Brian Little. Who beats Copley. Was able to get up. Wheeler coming down that left side finds Little. Little finds some room. Copley did a good job. He was in position, but Brian Little able to get it past him. And now Brian Little in double digits, his 10th of the year. Brian Little gets his 10th uh, of the year and second of the game. And the key to this die, guys, was just a beautiful pass by uh, Wheeler. And he gets its 24th assist. Perot was involved in the play again. He gets his 12th assist. And as I said, it's a power play goal, gives it a three to one lead. Uh, and it was just two minutes and 10 seconds into the third period. You know, there's not much uh, uh, Copley could have done on that one. You know, uh, he played a good game. And there's just shots that you can't save sometimes. There's defensive breakdowns. And the Blues had a few of those in this game. And uh, they would continue to uh, fall behind as Shifley would get this goal to make it four to one Winnipeg. For Cox. Pop sends it cross ice. Truba unloads. And right pad save. Rebound. Ehlers gets hold up. Shifley scores. Delayed penalty coming to the St. Louis Blues. As Ehlers got hooked and he got enough of it to get it down to the front of the net. And Mark Shifley has his second point of the game and 21st goal of the year. Well, Mark Shifley now in the goalie tied with Patrick Lyonnais. The Jets get another one here. It all started with a great play by Kopp, who finds Truba trailing the play. Quick shot to the net. Ehlers on the puck, and then Shifley just spins on this puck, gets it towards the net. Winnipeg adds to their commanding lead to make it 4-1 to one on this goal by Shafley. Just a beautiful goal. You know, the Jets are working hard to get these goals, and the Blues are just being outplayed at this point. That was Shafley's 21st goal. It was Ehlers' 26th assist and Trauba's 13th assist, six minutes and 21 seconds into the third period, and it's 4-1. to one. The Blues, uh, you know, just not playing well on the defensive end right now. Uh, part of it's the goalie. Part of it is their defense. Uh, they're not taking the man uh, as they did in the other game. They try to check you with their stick, and that doesn't work. Well, uh, Ehlers got an assist on that Shafley goal. But to Ehlers wasn't done. He would actually get the next goal on a power play to make it 5-1 to one Winnipeg. Nick Patan is on it. Patan finds Nikolai Ehlers, has a little bit of room, keys it up, scores! And a new career high in goals for Ehlers. Well, we saw the other side of Nikolai Ehlers, and that's why he can laugh 
when you trip and stumble like he does because this is what you're more likely to see from number 27. Just speed up the ice in an absolute laser. He puts this exactly where he wants. He has been in full flight all game. Good job by Truba to break it up. Patan to Ehlers in flight. And he just rips that bar down. Ehlers gets his 16th goal. And that was Patan's 11th assist and Truba's 14th assist at 11 minutes and five seconds into the third. At this point, you know, with uh, eight minutes and 55 seconds left, it would take a huge comeback for the Blues to uh, win this game or tie this game, take it to overtime. They wouldn't get that far, but they would uh, kind of show the Jets, hey, we're not dead yet. We're not a team that's going to flop. And they didn't flop. Uh, Paul Stasny, uh, 12 minutes and 11 seconds in, added this goal to make it a little more interesting and uh, give the Blues a uh, second goal of the game. They're, now they're just behind three goals, five to two. Have they ever done the Blues in front of shot? They score into the top corner. Stasny, and that cuts the lead to 5-2. What a shot that is. Stasny actually going to break, had the first shot on goal. It was on the short side off the knob of the stick of the goaltender, Andre Pavlik. And here off the faceoff, he wins the draw himself, gets some help. Schwartz trips up his man, Truba, and then puts Stasny ahead of the play. And you can see Stasny's, oh, what a beautiful shot that is. It was a beautiful shot. I hope you guys got to see that live or heard it on the radio uh, live. Just a great shot by Stasny. It shows why he is the player that he is. He gets his 12th goal. Jaden Schwartz gets his 16th assist. And that was just a minute and six seconds after uh, Ehlers got his 16th goal. So the Blues, a little more respectable, 5-2. to two. The Blues uh, would actually continue that pressure. And you're starting to wonder, hey, could they come back? They made it a lot closer and made it look good towards the end. 13 minutes and 43 seconds in on this beautiful second goal of the game by Kevin Shattenkirk to make it 5-3. to three. Fantastic. To the back for Edmondson. Banks it off the wall. Schwartz taken down, picked up by Steen. To Shattenkirk, wide open, and he scores! Shattenkirk! And we've got a game again, 6-17 to go. Jaden Schwartz made this play behind the net. As he was falling down, a last-ditch effort. He extends his stick, and he gets enough on it before the Winnipeg Jet defenseman can, and punches it towards Alexander Steen. And that keeps it alive behind the net here. Watch this effort there with the stick so Truba can't get to it. And what a pass by Steen, but a better play by Kevin Shattenkirk. The patience, calmness, and poise. Whoop! That's what separates Kevin Shattenkirk from so many defensemen around the league. That offensive prowess there. So the Blues get even closer and make it 5-3 to three and make this an actual real game that they possibly could come back and win. That was Shattenkirk's 11th goal. Uh, Steen's 23rd assist and Schwartz's 17th assist. And uh, 13.43 into the third period, just six minutes and 17 seconds left. We're at 5-3. to three. Well, you know, the Blues would continue to put pressure on Pavlik, but he wasn't going to have anything uh, to do with that and did not allow any more goals, and the Blues lose this game 5-3, to three, which would be their third loss in a row and the third game in a row where they've given five goals up or more. Goaltending needs to improve, guys. The defense needs to improve, and uh, the whole mentality of the team does. Let's go ahead and go over the stats of the game, and that's going to kind of tell you uh, how the Blues lost this game. Blues fall to 23-19-5. The Jets go to 22-23-4. The Blues actually outshot the Jets with that huge second period of 25 shots. 
but they only had 12 shots uh, combined in the first and third period. So 37 shots for the Blues, 29 for the Jets. The Blues were one for four on the power play and the big key. The Jets were three for five. These penalties are killing the Blues, and their penalty kill has not been as good as it was. 49% faceoffs for the Blues, 51 for the Jets. Shattenkirk gets two goals, his 10th and 11. Stasny gets a goal, his 12th and an assist. Schwartz gets two assists. Steen gets an assist. Tarasenko makes an assist. And Copley gets 24 saves. Uh, Little gets two power play goals, his 9th and 10th. Uh, Ellers gets a power play goal. Uh, it makes it his 16th and an assist. Uh, Wheeler gets a goal as 15th and an assist. Shaffley gets a goal as 21st and an assist. Bufflin had a good game for the Jets and gets two assists. And then Pavlik also had a pretty good game and uh, made 34 saves and gave up three goals. And he's the key to the game. He's the number one star of the game in my mind. Uh, definitely the number one star of the game. He just controlled that second period. Otherwise, this could have been a a lot higher scoring game. The Blues could have possibly won this one seven to five, eight to five, but uh, he was the key to the Jets win. And with that, let's move on to the uh, post-game press conference by Ken Hitchcock. Doesn't sound real happy at this time. He hasn't sounded super happy in a while, and I can see why the Blues are not just playing his style of game. They're not doing what they need to do to win games. Let's go ahead and hear from Coach Hitchcock. We, we got to get the penalty kill at the start of the third and then keep building the momentum. We didn't get it killed. Now we're chasing the game down, too. You know, it's tough. We're just, quite frankly, we're allowing too many goals against, obviously. Too many easy scoring chances. We're not getting the, uh, getting scored on killing penalties now. So I think if we clean up our own end, uh, both five on five and five on four, it'll help us a lot. We are getting a lot of scoring chances. We are creating a lot of chances, but we're giving up just as much now. Could have been more goals than what you think about Phoenix. Yeah, he played good. Yeah, no issues there. He played real well. Real happy with him. Uh, he's he's hurt. Yeah. What about the penalties? You know, offensive goal on Ashton. Maybe it's inadvertent, but can't take those penalties. Have to talk to him again about it. So can't take them. Anything else you see in that second period? I know Tarasenko hit a couple goals. Well, we had a lot of scoring chances, so fought hard, a lot of scoring chances, and didn't didn't get it didn't get it tied up or didn't get the lead. And then I, the third goal was a real killer for us. So. Hitchcock is dead on that uh, third goal. Just kind of deflated the Blues at the beginning of that third period because they had played rather well in the first and second. I think the second period may have been one of their best offensive pushes of the year. They just couldn't get anything out of it due to Pavlik. I mean, there's nothing you can do when you get a hot goaltender. All the Blues can do is continue to play that way that they played in the second period. Stop the penalties because, as he said, the penalties killed them in the third period. Just big time killed them. When you get behind 3-1 to one and you're on the road and it's the first start of the, of the third period, it's hard to come back. And as you can see, the Blues tried to come back in the middle of the way th towards the 13-14 minute mark of that period, but they just too a little too late. And, uh, you know, you can't get behind like that 5-1 to one and expect to come back in a game with, uh, you know, just a little bit left, and it doesn't happen too often. It's pretty rare. So the Blues take one on a chin, and they go to 0-3 in their last three by allowing five goals today, seven against Washington, and then the six against Ottawa. So the last... Three games, the Blues have allowed 18 goals. So their goals against in the last three is six goals against. Their save percentages are just terrible. Carter Hutton and uh, 
Um, Jake Allen's in uh, now Copley's, I'm sure, isn't uh, real good either. But uh, he did the best he could. I thought he played a very good game, especially the first and second period, and was just too much in the third period, too much to try to battle with with all the penalties and falling behind. So the Blues move on and look forward to their next game, which I don't know if you can look forward to it. I guess you should since you've lost three in a row by a huge amount. They'll be playing Pittsburgh, and that game will be 7 o'clock Central Time. And, of course, because it's Pittsburgh, it'll be on NBC Sports Network. I wish it was on Fox Sports Midwest, but it's not. Um, That game will be Tuesday, January 4th, but you can hear it locally on KMOX Radio. After that, they will play the Wild on Thursday, another tough game for the Wild, who I believe at this point are tied for first with the Blackhawks. And that game will be at 7 p.m., and it'll also be on NBC Sports Network And then the Blues will come home next uh, Tuesday, not this coming up Tuesday, but the following Tuesday, January 31st, to end out the month uh, playing the Winnipeg Jets at home, who they just lost to, uh, 5-3. to So let's hope we can get some improvement from the Blues. It's got to happen now. I mean, guys, I don't think you guys understand how important this is. I keep saying it, and I keep hearing people stopping me on the street and talking to me. Oh, you know, the Blues are this. You know, they're going to come back. They're the Stanley Cup contender. Well, here's how it stays right now here are the wild card standings in the central the top teams are minnesota with 63 points they've played 44 games chicago 63 points they've actually played 48 games four more than the wild and nashville's played 46 game with 51 points the ducks have 61 points with 48 games played san jose who we played and beat four to nothing last weekend uh, has 46 point or 58, 58 points in 46 games. Edmonton has played 48 games, has 58 points. And the Blues are now a wild card team. Uh, guys, I've warned you of this before. This, these are tough times. They've got to play better than 500. They've got to stop this winning two games, losing three, winning three games, losing two. We need a three or four game winning streak with maybe a loss and then another two or three game winning streak to get the Blues back to where they need to be. Or they could possibly be out of the playoffs. Don't start yelling at me, but that's a distinct possibility. Because right now, the goal differential for the Blues, as they are in this wild card spot right now, the first wild card spot, uh, you know, because they've played 47 games and Calgary's played 48, they both have 51 points. The Blues differential goals against goals for is minus 13. That's huge. You can't expect to be successful as a minus 13. So with their 51 points, there is only five points separating them and the Dallas Stars. And if you want to look at the conference-wide, the Blues and the Western Conference are the number seventh team with 51 points. And still, the Stars are 12th. So five points between the seventh and 12th teams. Any of these teams could make the playoffs. The Blues need to start a winning streak now. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. So that's all the time I have tonight. I want to thank everybody for joining me again for another episode of the Drop Podcast and this game recap of the Blues' loss to the Jets 5-3. Don't forget to join me on Wednesday after the uh, game against the Penguins, and we'll break that game down with highlights, commentary, post-game interviews, and if possible, pre-game uh, interviews with some of the players if those are available Uh, until then have a great rest of your sunday a great beginning of your week and i look forward to seeing everybody back again for the drop podcast
This has been The Drop Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe or download this episode and past episode on iTunes, ShoutEngine.com, and Stitcher.com. You can follow us on Twitter at OfficialTheDrop. For more information about lineupmedia.fm or The Drop Podcast, email us at info at lineupmediagroup.com or at theofficialdrop at gmail.com. Until next time, let's go blues! Blues!